Britt, everybody, and to our new listeners on Zumo Channel 719, welcome and thanks for tuning in. Antonio Brown, yes, this guy simply cannot help himself. Are you kidding me? The Raiders are planning to suspend Antonio Brown after an altercation with the team's general manager. The receiver and GM Mike Mayock got into a verbal altercation as well, uh, according to ESPN's Adam Schefter. A day earlier, Brown voices displeasure with fines from the team, posting a letter he received from the Raiders on social media. That led to an exchange with Mayock, and Brown apparently was held back by several teammates during the argument, wanting to get at him. While the altercation didn't get physical, Brown then uh, threatened to punch Mayock in the face, and then he punted a ball away in anger, inviting Mayock to find him again. The pass catcher was docked close to 14 grand for missing an August walkthrough and 40 grand for missing a t- t- training camp practice back on August 18th. Brown signed a three-year deal with the Raiders this offseason following a trade from Pittsburgh. The extension contained $30.125 million in guaranteed money, $1 million already paid to Brown in the form of a signing bonus. The remaining $29 million plus could now be at risk as a suspension could void the guaranteed money, which some around the league believe is Oakland's intentions. Since joining the Raiders, his guys had frostbitten feet, constant battle with the NFL over that old helmet. Now the public and open feud with their GM, not a good look. Mike Mayock in a 15-minute presser just a while ago. No updates on the dust-up or suspension. We will see. The Raiders open up at minus one. Denver now at minus two, 43 total. Tight end Tyler Higby and the Rams have reportedly agreed on a four-year extension that could be worth $36 million with incentives. 15.5 mil guaranteed. The 26-year-old tallied 292 yards and two touchdowns on 24 catches last year. Odo Beckham Jr. says he's got a hip problem, but it's not going to stop him from playing and sprinting up and down the field in Sunday's opener versus Tennessee. The star pass catcher didn't suit up for any of Cleveland's preseason games and sat up most of the training camp as well, but he says he will be ready to go on Sunday. Well, we're finally just three hours away from the start of the NFL season. It's finally here. Kickoff, 8.20 tonight. We got you covered on In Game Live with Gabe Morenci at 8 o'clock through midnight. Green Bay at Chicago, NFC North battle, Bears minus three, total 46 and a half. Money line, Chicago minus 165, Packers, they're plus 145, and the first half line, Bears minus two and a half, total 23 flat. Busy night at the U.S. Open, the ladies' semifinal, both on the docket for tonight. First up, number five, Alina Svitolina takes on number eight, Serena Williams at seven. Serena minus 270, Slit Alina plus 230, then at nine. 13 seed Belinda Bidchik takes on Bianca Andreescu of Canada. The 15 seed Andreescu, a small favorite, minus 150. Benchik is plus 130. Rafa Nadal, the only big member of the big three to reach the Friday semifinals with the men. Nadal, the two seed, will play number 24 Italian Bernatini, who survived a crazy five setter yesterday versus Gael Monfils. Nadal, a big fave, minus 1600. Bernatini, he's plus 900. Number five, Daniel Medvedev tangles with Grigor Dimitrov in the other semi. Medvedev minus 190. Dimitrov is plus 150. Live MLB action this afternoon. Busy getaway day. The White Sox, they hammered the Indians. 7-1 the final, but the story, Ronaldo Lopez. This guy's to give up bombs today. A complete game one hitter for Chicago with 11 Ks. Unreal. Who saw that one coming? The Cards, they smashed the Giants 10 to nothing. Dakota Hudson with the win, and he helped his own cause as well. The pitcher, two RBI for St. Louis, a great performance by him. The Reds, they trimmed the Phils 4-3 in 11 innings. Phillip Irvin, the walk-in, walk-off jack with the Cincinnati Reds, who get it done. Bad loss for the Phillies. Detroit, they took out Kansas City 6-4 the final. Void the win. Sparkman, the loss. Jimenez, save number five and live now. We got L.A. and Oakland. Angels up 4-1. Mike Trout, homer 45. Houston Astros outfielder George Springer has been diagnosed with a mild concussion, but the team is hoping he'll be medically cleared to play next week. 
Springer was carted off the field after making an amazing catch at the wall, hitting his head. And meanwhile, Astros pitcher Aaron Sanchez, he is done for the season. He had to undergo procedure on his right shoulder. He was pretty good since being traded from the Jays, 2-0 with an ERA around 430. Hey, guys, rest of the schedule. We'll go through all the baseball games tonight. It's going to be a busy one, but it's NFL football night tonight. That is the big one. A couple minor stories. Oilers signing Ryan Sheehan to a one-year $900,000 deal. Dustin Johnson in golf undergoing surgery. And Paul Casey, he leads the Porsche European Open at minus six. I'm Cam Stewart. Gabe Morenci hosts Hour One of Red Heat Rage Radio from the FanDuel Sportsbook at the Meadowlands with me. We'll talk picks, props for the NFL game, NCAA, and a whole lot more. So stick around, everybody. Hour One of Red Heat Rage Radio on SportsGrid. It's coming up next. All you have to decide is what to do with the time that is given to you. Game time decisions. All right, let's roll. Game time decisions. Red Heat and Rage has begun. I am Marenzi. We're throwing it down here at the FanDuel Sportbook as the anticipation is building. The countdown is on. Countdown to kickoff. NFL 100. As uh, the Green Bay Packers um, still get three points uh, right now. It's been a lot of uh, movement with the uh, the money line. It's sort of going back and forth and back and forth. There's a little bit of a tug of war uh, going on. I don't expect uh, there to be a three and a half, and I don't expect there to be a two and a half. I think it's going to uh, stay strong at three. Maybe the money line will continue to move, but we'll ask uh, we'll ask our uh, insiders, and we've got a good crew uh, today. Whale Capper is going to step up and in from Los Angeles. Uh, one of the best in the business, as is Paul Bovey, who's um, in Los Angeles, but uh, via Las Vegas uh, tonight. Is Paul Bovey in Las uh, Vegas getting some um, some last uh, last minute future uh, bets in entering the contest? Uh, as uh, the raging redhead uh, Cam Stewart's uh, ready to go. What's up, Cam? What's happening, Gabe? Yeah, no, it's going to be a great day tonight. Can't wait for it. You said it. Uh, 155, 165 back. But I saw some three and a halfs early this morning. Uh, if you liked uh, Green Bay, you should have clicked. But it's steady, hold, holding at three. I expect the line to be three, juice to the over, uh, probably if, uh, with a three flat there, maybe like a minus 20, 25 to try to get that extra juice for the spread players. But uh, yeah, I'm still deciding, should I put Miller in my lineup for Chicago tonight? Uh, tough decisions to make. It's also fantasy football time. What do you do? You go against the grain and play a guy you drafted later go with the stud. Sometimes uh, you got to make bold moves to win fantasy games. You've got some game time decisions to make, uh, Ken, <laughs> uh, on the program. Yes. <laughs> yes, I do. Um, that's, why, uh, that's, that's, that's why the name of the show is what it is. The best damn name in the business, people. The best damn name in the business. Um, so, yeah, what? Will Capper's going to join us. Uh, Paul Bovey will join us. Um, looking at the money line right now, and, you know, this thing's really been dipping around. Earlier in the day, it was in the plus 130s, you know, the high 130s. It's like the weather. It changes. And uh, right now, you know, when I got here, actually, and I, the first thing is I, I did, I went to the window. I got the updated number. I went to the kiosks. I started poking around the machines. And uh, the Packers' money line was plus 146. And I thought, you know what? I'm going to hold off. Maybe it'll go up, and it has. It's up to plus 152 uh, right now. And I look forward to talking uh, with Whale Capper about this, Cam. 
I've talked about this. 82% of the time, the point spread is irrelevant. And instead of just talking about it, we've got to put our money where our mouths are. So, like, if you like the Packers um, tonight, you got to take them on the money line. I know it's like, ooh, I'm looking at that three points. But it's only 18% of the time that the point spread comes into play. And when you add in all the plus money on the money lines, Cam, I think in the end it's more profitable to bite the bullet and play money lines. But we'll ask Will Capper about this. We'll get Cam's take. Paul Bowlby's going to step up in it. Football is back. The 100th anniversary of the National Football League is here. Packers, Bears, game time decisions. We're rocking here at the FanDuel Sportsbook. we got a bunch of props. Maybe we'll- Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. informs us that uh, we're back and uh, as I've uh, told him many times uh, before we love uh, Yang but uh, when the music is playing we kind of realize we're back <laughs> but it's not the same without the back to live action fellas but uh, yes uh, we're aware that uh, we're back the raging redhead uh, Cam Stewart uh, is ready I think Will Capper is back uh, right now it seems like he's been off he is uh, for a couple of weeks he's a he's a jet setter and he's always uh, he's, he's flying around. Uh, he's know, a, he's also yeah. got a very he's got an important job, Gabe. The world, uh, California, can fall into water. Whale capper has to be on top of the the, the plates. We got to know what's going. How are, how are the lines moving? How are the rocks moving, Whale capper? That's what we got to know. Futures on rocks. I follow him on Twitter. I follow him on Twitter, Cam. I'm seeing a lot of surfing and skiing and betting. Like, I don't know. Like, yeah, I'm starting to wonder life, if he actually is a uh, seismologist. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny, too. Uh, we'll, see how this NFL, we we'll see how this NFL season goes. <laughs> Will Capper, you'll like this one, too. I got some new neighbors, and uh, they roll up in their car. Duke Blue Devils. They got a beautiful car, ah, beautiful wife. Like, nice. You know what I mean? I'm like, they're the, they're the most perfect nice. people in the complex. Just, just something about Duke, buddy. <laughs> they make me look like a student. Oh, well, I well. sent you another... I sent you another email, uh, Will Capper, uh, today via PayPal. Yes. And, um, All right. So, yeah, you, that that's a where, trip right there. Yeah, you know, that's like be. next time. Next time you go to the airport, you go thanks. But we'll we'll see if any teams come up. You know, we can't force it. If something comes up, I'm more yeah, animated with NBA takes. Like, maybe an NBA Ooh. take will really upset me, like, next month. But, but it's it's all good. But we'll throw some teams out here, and we'll see if there's an organic disagreement. If there's an organic disagreement or not. Um, I Perez like it. Well, yeah, I appreciate, appreciate that, man. From Wager Talk. Yeah, no, and thank, thank you. Um, we met, we manned up. Uh, congratulations on the call. And it's funny, too, because I swear to God, I was in an Uber the other day. 
But he goes, hey, uh, you're that guy. You do that show at the book there, huh? I'm like, yeah, yeah. He goes, what do you think of the Carolina Panthers over this year? And I'm thinking, what are you trolling me? <laughs> like, but he goes, he says to me, he says to me, I swear to God, he goes, is it seven and a half too low? And I'm thinking, yes, it is. I said, yes, it is, but he yeah, said, yeah, it is, but yeah, I can't take it. He's like, why not? I'm like, well, I can't take it. <laughs> like, it's a long story. It's like, yeah, yeah, but I'm, I, don't, I don't want to get into it. But let me ask you on a serious note, Will Capper, and the cam. Yeah. And um, so the Raiders, Antonio Brown, before we get into the game tonight, Antonio Brown is going to be suspended for how long? We don't know yet. Um, they uh, they have till Sunday, not because they play Monday. Basically, Sunday, the rosters get locked in. They're on the hook for $14 million this year. Mm. If they cut them before Sunday, they're on the hook for $0. And supposedly, Mayock wants them gone. Gruden, you know, wants to win games, so Gruden wants him to stay, and Davis wants him to stay. But there's already a power struggle here, and I saw Schefter earlier in the day say that when he broke his story, when he when he was told is we're suspending him and probably cutting him. So there could be more to come here, but where I'm going with this is because there'll be a million AB takes on every freaking show, but as far as the win total, it didn't change. It's at six right now. Were the Raiders going to win seven games before this, Will Copper? And what does it change now no. with, with, with AB no. and this AB saga? Am I missing something? Should we be betting the Raiders under the number, season win total? Yeah, we should. <laughs> it's a good one. It's a good <laughs> one, man. Uh, this team is a mess. Happy New Year, by the way, guys. Happy New Year. NFL starts today. This is exciting. Um, and, yeah, the Raiders uh, The Raiders season is kind of winding to a to a uh, halt, grinding to a halt, uh, wanting to no hope here before it even gets started. Um, and, you know, I, you know, I don't think that uh, Antonio Brown was really going to be much of a factor this year anyway uh, because I don't really love their quarterback situation. I don't think Derek Carr really has the tools. Uh, or the pieces around him in, in terms specifically of the strength of his interior offensive line. Derek Carr is a guy that needs a very competent pocket in order to read defenses and make passes, and they don't have that right now in the center of that defense. They have some issues at guard and tackle um, and center, and, you know, this is a disaster waiting to happen, really, and and you get the situation where Antonio Brown is, you know, wide open and, and cars chucking it 10 yards out of bounds because he's feeling the pressure coming up the middle. Like this was going to end poorly, no matter how you, no, no matter how you scripted it. And um, it was a bad signing, a bad deal in the first place. I'm not a hundred percent sure why the Raiders even wanted him. Uh, this is the team that needs to lose this year and needs to position themselves to be at the top of the draft for next year. So they can get their future, their franchise in terms of quarterback position. Cause Derek Carr is not the answer. They have way too much money to this guy. They're going to need a splash next year as they head to Vegas. They're going to need a Tua uh, or a Herbert yep. uh, as a, you know, a pick at the top of the draft. And, you know, it's, this is uh, they are kind of better off as a team and a franchise going forward, I believe, without Brown. Uh, and and that's kind of based on, you know, I don't think they really want to try to win this year. And if they don't realize it now, they will soon. Because you look at their schedule and it is a disaster over the first half of this season. It is a disaster. They're already dogs at home on Monday Night Football to the Broncos. They're going to be facing one of the fiercest defenses in the NFL. It's not going to be an easy road for them on Monday night, even though they're home. Uh, and then from there, they get the Chiefs. 
And then they get like eight weeks in a row where they will be on the road, including they're giving up a home game to fly to London uh, and uh, get beat by the Bears and Khalil Mack. So it, it, it's wild the way that the schedule has been stacked against them. They are in absolutely in deep trouble this year. Um, I won't be at all surprised if we look up midseason and they're one and seven. Uh, and at that point, then the tank is on. And, you know, I, I think um, I think all of this really spells too. you know, they are, you know, they are they, they have, uh, you know, the, the the reason and the rights now to kind of move on from Brown. It was, it was a mistake in the first place. And, you know, Mike Mayock, who's not necessarily a seasoned GM, is the kind of guy that makes those sort of mistakes. Well, he's got a mulligan right now. He should take it. Yeah. <laughs> Could have said anything better myself there, Will Capper. I'm with, uh, I'm with Will Capper, Gabe. When Vontez Perfect is the voice of reason as you have a receiver trying to, like, get, a, get out a first-year general manager in a fight and then, like, a little baby kicking a ball away. <laughs> Antonio Brown, I told you this game a long time ago. We were all on it, Will Capper. Buffalo's win, Pittsburgh's yeah. win. I like the Steelers more now. I think the Bills are happy. They're probably going, thank God. The question is, after they cut this guy, what's going to happen? Is Bill Belichick going to swoop in and take, oh, don't worry, I can control a guy like uh, like Antonio Brown, or is he t- a big enough problem, Gabe, that nobody wants this guy? I don't know. Somebody maybe believe he could be saved, but I think his problems run deep. His head's messed up. Like, he, he's he's not there. He needs help. He talked about it, Marenzi, with the cook, the fish head in the freezer, the who gets frostbite from a chamber, wrong foot. Like, er, like th- these are not just regular problems that athletes have. These are crazy, crazy things. Like, it's almost like I don't want to say this as a joke. He needs to be institutionalized. Like, he's got problems. Thumbs up. Well, if you remember, uh, Will Capper, and, uh, yeah, last year at the Pro Bowl, I don't know if you heard about this. It's a dumb story, but it's actually true. That So during the Pro Bowl last year, A.B., he hired, like, a, uh, like a celebrity chef, personal chef. You know, he's holding parties. He rented a place out. And um, so it was $40,000 bill for the chef. Uh, but he, um, the chef was unable to finish the uh, the weekend because he put a salmon's head in the freezer, all right, because he was going to make a, a soup and broth out of it the following day. A.B. and his rocket science buddies took it as a, uh, as a threat, sort of like, you know, like the godfather, like a horse's head. And they were serious. So they actually confronted him, and he says, like, he thought they were joking. Yeah, yeah oh, that's pretty funny. And they're like, no, 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 they're serious. And he, they kicked him off the property. <laughs> they threw him out. And then, wow. of course, they, they never paid after. But the thing with A.B. is, uh, you know, it's one thing, like, Terrell Owens was a diva. There's guys, you know, Le'Veon Bell wants to get paid. It's a little different when you threaten to punch Mike Mayock in the face. Right? And Mayock's a real company guy. He's in with everyone. GMs don't like to be threatened. Like, you know, it could could be a problem with AP uh, here. All right, uh, game time decisions continues. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Uh, thank you very much, uh, the Raging Redhead, Cam Stewart. 
All right, uh, Whale Capper uh, is uh, with us, and I think he might be skiing uh, now in heavy winds. Or is, are you in Chicago? Are you in the Windy City, Whale Capper? You're not telling us, actually? Oh, You're at the game. I You're wish, in the Windy man. City. I wish. I wish. I'm headed to uh, Vegas this weekend, though. Uh, gonna be uh, nice. gonna be out in the oh, gonna course. be out in Sin City for uh, for week one of the NFL. I can't wait, man! It's gonna be great. Yeah. All right. So um, let's get down to business uh, tonight, uh, guys. Um, I'm looking forward to playing some props uh, here this evening, and I've already played a couple of props that we'll share uh, with you. And I think uh, I think we're about to send uh, Window Will over the to the window soon to to get in a couple of more. But uh, let's get the assessment from Whale Capper and the Raging Redhead uh, first. So, uh, Whale Capper, this game uh, tonight, uh, Green Bay Packers, the new look Green Bay Packers. Aaron Rodgers uh, didn't throw a pass, didn't take a snap in the preseason. And I'm not a fan of that. So we'll see what happens tonight. Like, I don't want to hear after the fact, well, we weren't in sync because, you know, blah, blah, blah. That's what you had four games for before. But, hey, it is what it is. They have the element of surprise with this new offense with Matt LaFleur. There's a lot more movement, a lot more motion. Probably going to be a little bit quicker, more up-tempo. I'm curious to see what, what they're going to do, how much they're going to get Jones involved. But I'll tell you what, guys. There's one common theme. Devontae Adams. Devontae Adams lit these guys up both times that they played uh, last year. And, you know, Will Capper, the, the, the cornerbacks for the Bears in Pagano's system are going to be left on an island a hell of a lot more than they were in Fangio's system. And, you know, Pagano's blitz, 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 very dangerous way to live against uh, Devontae Adams. I expect Adams to light it up tonight, guys. I'm going to go Devontae heavy uh, with some props. But I, I think Aaron Rodgers has some success uh, through the air uh, tonight. When you look at this football game, what are you expecting, Will Capper, and who do you like? Ooh, I love your Adams call. Are you going to go receptions or yards? Or both? A touchdown? Oh, I already played. Across the board? I already, just I already played the over? Yeah, yeah, like a like Cam playing the ponies. I'm playing over yeah. 83 and a half <laughs> yards. Yeah, yeah, I'm thinking about uh, I'm thinking about the over six and a half. What I was feeling, though, was over 83 and a half yards with Devontae Adams, over 267 and a half yards. With Aaron Rodgers, he went over the number. He went over that number with Joe Philbin last year when they didn't care against these guys. But Devontae Adams, first touchdown of the game, plus 700. Very, very intriguing. Um, and there's another one. Will Devontae Adams have um, 100 yards and a touchdown? That's plus 300. But, yeah, I do like Devontae Adams tonight to light these guys up. You know, And I think it's a close game. But I'm really heavy on the Green Bay Packer props. I think their offense is going to be successful tonight. What do you make of this game? No, I think that's that's a good look. It makes a ton of sense to me. I like the uh, Devontae props a lot in this one as far as overs. Um, in general, kind of it's, it's reasonable to look m- first and foremost for unders when you're hitting these props because there's usually a little bit of – optimism kind of built into the numbers. They know that a lot of the players who are coming in and prop shopping are, are looking for overs. You know, they, they know that that's kind of like the mentality that people go in with. And so, you know, in general, you want to kind of look more and lean more for unders, but Adams is a great one. Uh, I like the, the specifically the angle you pointed out that Pagano uh, and his system 
uh, is going to rely pretty heavily on these guys having tight man coverage. Uh, and even if they do have tight coverage, you know, Aaron Rodgers is one of the guys in the NFL you can count on hitting tight windows and, and making completions, uh, you know, when the when the space is tight. Uh, and yeah, I'm, I'm looking at the, my projections for this game. I'm looking for about seven receptions for 108 yards from uh, Devontae Adams tonight. Uh, touchdown seems reasonable to expect. I'm expecting him to get about 12, 13 touchdowns receiving this year. So um, those are nice looks, man. And uh, that's probably the only over I would actually really uh, really target across any of these props tonight because I think you know there, there's a chance that this is a little bit of a tighter game than people are expecting. I think that um, you know the the Packers had a pretty uh, horrific defense the last couple of years, and they've made some nice ad- adjustments, some nice additions. Uh, they have some athletic linebackers, some athletic kind of linebacker hybrid safety type guys. Uh, so they're going to make this tough on uh, on the Bears, and you know I would expect that this is a little bit of a tighter tighter game. Um, I wouldn't at all be shocked if this is you know uh, you know still in the balance as we you know get deep into the fourth quarter. Um, in fact, overtime wouldn't surprise me even. You know this is the, these two teams look extremely evenly matched. Uh, I know the atmosphere is going to be uh, you know electric in Chicago. The you know the Bears fans have really made their presence known in the betting market this offseason they are raring to go to get the to get behind this team um but uh you know there's still a lot of growth and a lot of um you know a lot to be concerned about the way Mitch Trubisky is kind of developing as a quarterback whether he's right for this kind of current age of the NFL you know I would put him kind of in the the bottom half of starting quarterbacks as we enter this season which is you know a far cry from Aaron Rodgers who's clearly in the top five so it's uh it's going to be a tight contest uh and with home field advantage I would slightly give the uh the likelihood of winning to the Bears but not by much the value is pretty uh pretty clearly there if you can get a, a flat uh, juice on a Packers plus three and a half. I think this probably ends as a field goal either way. Um, and uh, as far as the total goes, um, this looks like a first half under, second half over kind of game to me. Uh, you remember, though, when we came around on the topic of cell phone breaks, uh, Cam and uh, Will Capper, uh, when Stephen A. Smith didn't like it? What if I told oh, yeah. you guys at the ESPN panel just all picked the Chicago Bears unanimously, Cam, <laughs> which as a Green Bay Packer oh, money linebacker, I'd like to see that unanimous. Every one of them said the Bears can't lose tonight, Cam. Gutless. Those oh, gutless. Those, gu- those gutless. Uh, <laughs> that is that is so gutless. You know, they're the there. They're worth uh, they get. They have to. Like they're. They're not going to get booze from the the Chicago faithful. They are gutless. No one would go out on a limb and pick the Packers. Boo. That's that's no, terrible. Yeah, it's not a. But the thing, thing is, they is, all too, said they're a three point. They're a three point dog, Gabe. They're not an eleven point dog. A ten point dog. They're a three point dogs. This game is like as tight as it's going to be. You can't tell me one person thinks the Packers can win. That sounds like BS. That's ridiculous. It's crazy. No, no, one of them picked them, but you always see that. They they pick in packs like that, pardon the pun. But the thing is, mm. they all drop well. <laughs> it's just going to be too tough with this game in Soldier Field. But the thing is, like, this is why our show is better than them, even though we didn't play in the NFL, is that why didn't they bring up, but you know what? The Packers have won 21 of the last 26 matchups on, on Soldier Field grass. All right, it's been a Brett Favre thing. It's been an Aaron yeah. Rodgers thing. They're literally twenty-one and five straight up the last twenty-six trips uh, to Chicago. Um, 
Unbelievable. Aaron Rodgers, 17 and 5 straight up against the Bears. Chicago Bears haven't won a season opener, guys, since they beat the Bengals in 2013. They've lost five straight season openers. The Green Bay Packers have won four straight season openers. Underdogs, division dogs in week one of the NFL since 2014, 11 2 and 1 against the spread. Um. I'm taking the Green Bay Packers, but, well, Capper, I brought this up, and I'm sure you're aware of the number. 82% of the time, the point spread doesn't come into play. You know, the team that uh, wins the game covers the spread or not. So I've been preaching this, so I'm looking at this plus 148, plus 152 on the money line, but like you said, it wouldn't shock me if this was a 23-20 game tonight. And as far as the total, I want to take the over, but, man, is this number sharp right now. That's what I sort of project this game to land, right around uh, 47 points. Yeah. Yeah, and I I guess the only thing I would uh, add to kind of help kind of push you in the direction of the under if you're, you know, if you're already leaning that way uh, is, you know, that the – you know, the soldier field, like the way that I look at how that impacts the handicap here isn't necessarily, you know, about the home oh, field advantage turf. in favor of the Bears. It's the slow t- You nailed it. You know this already. This is a beauty. In September at Soldier Field, they grow that grass super long. It has had a nice, healthy, long summer of sun <laughs> and rain. And it is, it is, it is deep. It is deep, long grass. It slows those guys down. Like this is it, like it's this is not this is not going to be a track meet. This is not you know. Uh, and uh, gosh, what was it? Maybe two years ago, this was such a bettable angle in that first game of the season. The Bears hosted the Atlanta Falcons, and everybody's like, "Oh, this Atlanta Falcons team! They're so fast. They're so incredible. They score so many points. You know, the total was inflated up to like you know forty-eight, fifty points like that. And you watch those guys, you know, Julio Jones and, and company out there running on that turf, and they couldn't get separation." because it was just too damn slow. Uh, and I definitely think that plays into an under here tonight. Wow. Whale Cap. Uh, whale Cap. Uh, he works us. for uh, Miracle Grow and uh, Scott's Turf Builder on the side. <laughs> a grass expert. Well, he's got flowing locks, unlike you and me, Cap. Whale Capper has nice hair, right? It's like he's just, he's just showing off. Nice That's bird. all he's doing. He's like nice, <laughs> lush, <laughs> flowing. <laughs> Kev got a seven dollar Chinese haircut. I got no hair. <laughs> Great point. Excellent point. Uh, <laughs> more time to focus on your handicap. Um, what, what do you What do you guys think? All right. So uh, what do you guys what, think? What about the middling, Gabe? Because Whale Capper likes the under, and at the total right now at forty six and a half, like you say, it's going to land right around the number, and that number is sharp. And I wouldn't advise advise it, but. Green Bay under 53 and a half and Green Bay plus 10 over 39 and a half. Do you think there'll be 40 points score, scored there, Whale Capper? I might do double teaser and hope for a middle with Green Bay plus 10. But right, hang in here, Whale Capper. Teasing, we'll stick to and and uh, get a couple of picks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know what? No one wants to do it, but last year was more Monday night football. It was free money. It would hit every week yeah, over, was, under... Uh, underdog favorite yeah. uh, teaser. It was unbelievable. But it takes balls to do it. You've got to play four tickets, too. <laughs> <laughs> hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope. And type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening.
All right, thank you, Yang. Game time decisions, red heat and rage continues. Get on the grid at uh, Sports Grid. Check out at sportsgrid.com. Check out uh, the apps. Check out uh, Zumo TV. Over 170 digital uh, television uh, networks, including uh, this one. And uh, Cam, uh, Cam's personal favorite when uh, he's not watching uh, sports and uh, horse racing. People, the most, uh, the 50 most fascinating people uh, of the of the year. But uh, people has hard hitting investigative journalism. Um, <laughs> what's that, Cam? Yeah, I like Will Capper. Capper makes the top fifty people. Um, He's a he, earthquake sports gambler. That's quite a, quite a mix, Gabe. I, I think that's uh, pretty pretty fancy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Capper. So listen, time always goes by so so fast when we have you on. So yeah, I'm all business, Cam. So. Any props tonight, first quarter? So you said it feels like a first, like the prop more points in the second half yeah. than first half. It feels like more of that. Yeah. You feel the first quarters. What yeah. about the Green Bay? You know, me and Cam are always a fan of that uh, that money line underdog in the first half. Green Bay Packers are plus 142. Um, yeah. So yeah. What do you make uh, first Not half, bad. first quarters, uh, any size props? What are you looking at? Yeah, I think so. I'm, I'm going to stay off. I, I, I get, I see there's probably value on that uh, Packers first half. Um, because you, and you mentioned it in the last segment we were talking, like Matt LaFleur's offense is a total unknown. And then, you know, presumably that presents some advantage Packers here from a, from a scheme standpoint out the gate, right? Like we don't know what they're going to do. We don't know what they're going to run. We don't know what their looks are going to be. You haven't, you don't have film uh, to kind of have any understanding of what their tendencies are going to be. Um, but uh, I got to stay away from this Packers look because the, uh, the, you know, the bears have shown such a great ability to script a set of plays that just absolutely kick ass coming out of the gate. Um, that should, you know, should keep them kind of relatively close through the first half here. But, uh, but first half under makes a ton of sense to me. First quarter under is probably a decent look too. This has every makings of a 10, seven type of game as we head into halftime. All right. So uh, the weekend ahead, well, Capper, what do you think uh, week one? Uh, this week, Ooh. I've already uh, I've taken some uh, some some picks here. I played. I'm mean, I'm going to be in the circuit contest, but I haven't put my picks in uh, yet for the circuit contest. Uh, Paul Bovey's going to he's entering for us as we speak, actually. Uh, but there's one over at Bet Online, guys, and it's it's like the super contest cam, but it's two hundred and fifty dollars only, and it's a uh, hundred thousand dollars to the winner. Um, nice. You know, you're like top tens, like five to ten k type of stuff. So for two hundred fifty dollar entry. So I am in that contest, um, and full disclosure, I did play the Packers because it was plus three and a half in that contest over there. But looking forward here, a couple of games that caught my eye, guys, and I'll throw it to you first, Whale Capper. Uh, New York Giants plus seven. I think they're ready to shock the world, baby. Uh, another division dog, New York Giants. You know, I'm not a big Matt Patricia fan, but I am a big Matt Stafford fan. I am a Galladay backer and believer. I'm a Carryon Johnson believer. I'm a Darius Slay believer. There's too much talent for Detroit not to win this game, I would imagine, against Arizona. Call me crazy, baby. I mean, call worse. I like the Colts plus the points against the Chargers. I'm looking at some of, the, uh, some of these underdogs uh, this week. What, what catches your eye, Will Capper? Dude, we're, uh, we're on the same wavelength, my friends. Uh, this is definitely the kind of week that I think you are looking for value in some of these underdogs. Um, you know, there's, as we get later into the season, there's going to be weeks where the dogs get killed. 
And it's mostly because they have backup quarterbacks out there or they've been traveling a ton. You know I mean? Like there is a lot of disadvantaged situations as we get further into schedule. But right now these teams are all pretty evenly matched. These are all pretty even strength teams. There's not really a lot of, um, you know, kind of uncertainty or, or potential for teams to just totally let down here. Uh, and so some of these big dogs that are getting touchdown more than a touchdown are absolutely worth a look. I'm with you on the Giants play. Um, I'm with you uh, on the Lions uh, I did not. I'm going to stay clear of this uh, this Chargers Colts, but I agree that there is value on the Colts, and just I want I want to see how they look with the motivational aspects that come along with their, you know, their captain quitting on them on you know on prom you know, on the eve of prom. Uh, but uh, I would like to see, uh, you know, I'd like to see some of these dogs show up and and compete this weekend, and I think there's value in a lot of these looks. Cam, I like it. Yeah, Gabe, I'm going to give you a. a, a... Uh, like you're going to look at these teams that I'm taking today and go, wow, Cam, like, does he need help? I'm going to start things off. I'm with you. I absolutely love the lions. It is my favorite game. One of my favorite games. I've pounded them. I'm taking the New York football giants. We're all in agreement. A game that I absolutely love. Now, the more I think about it, I'm smashing the Tampa Bay Buccaneers minus one against San Francisco. I don't trust. I don't, I don't trust Garoppolo. I don't trust San Francisco. I think the Buccaneers make a huge statement week one. I got bills. I got, I got giants and I I got lions and bucks. Those are the teams I'm riding with. And I really like, I really, really like Tampa Bay this week, Gabe. Uh, I, I, there's just something pointing me to that game. I, I think they absolutely uh, kick the Niners ass. Sounds like you approve, Will Capper, of the Tampa Bay pick. Yeah, definitely. Uh, you know, the one the one knock against Winston is he turns over the ball too much. He throws too many interceptions. This Niner team does not have the roster that is going to create those turnovers. They are extremely poor uh, at creating interceptions, and uh, I think that gives uh, Winston, you know, all the latitude he needs to kind of be a gunslinger and get things done. Uh, and just in general, you know, Bruce Arians' system matches up well against the weaknesses of the San Francisco defense. And, uh, you know, I think the Bucks are, you know, you're talking about a Bucks team here that's going to put up close to 30 points, if not go over 30 points. And then you're asking me that, you know, Jimmy Garoppolo coming off an ACL is going to go, go toe-to-toe with those guys and score 30 points with this Niners offense. I don't see it happening. And I'm, so I'm with you on that, uh, on that look on the Bucks money line. That's a good one. Nice, Will Capper. All right, a couple more games before we get you out of here. Uh, well, Capper, got to bring up the uh, the heavily hyped Cleveland Browns. I'm looking for spots to step up and bet against the Browns. And I love what you stated, too, about in week one, everyone's equal. I always tell people that. It's the same thing in baseball. You know, like the first, when you look at, like, football, whenever you see guys, teams are like 2-14 and 14 or 1-15, and 15, generally you'll notice they won that game early in the year. And I bring up the San Francisco 49ers. Remember on Monday Night Football, they beat the Vikings. And it was like, oh, man, the Vikings, what a, what a train wreck these guys are. And they were like 13-3. and three. <laughs> San Francisco yes, with Jim Tonsula was terrible. Remember, yeah. Cam, the coach yep. that uh, looked like the, uh, like I said, yeah, it looks like the guy that uh, mom dates, the first guy after the divorce. Yeah, <laughs> the Jim rebound. Tonsula. Yeah, that look with <laughs> the mustache. Comes with a windbreaker. Yeah, re- re- rebound. Hey, baby, I picked up some chocolates <laughs> at the gas station for you, baby. Here's a flower. Yeah, you're right, with a windbreaker. Yeah. <laughs> you're not my dad. You sweat more than me. But uh, you're not my dad. Is Tennessee, is te- are Tennessee the right ones to take here at plus five and a half? Can Mariota yeah. get this done? Against the Cleveland Browns, like I said, I'm looking to fade the Browns when I get when I get spots. Uh, well, Capper, I don't. I feel like I'm forcing it if I take the Titans plus five and a half. But I like the Titans team. 
They play tough games. I like Vrabel. I like the the talent on the roster. I've defended Mariota no more. The fact is he's a mediocre to less than average quarterback. Yeah, I've gone back and forth on this one, and I agree with your assessment 100%. And, you know, I'll, and before getting into this specific game, let's not forget who the MVP of Week 1 last year was. It was freaking uh, uh, Fitzmagic who went on the road and beat the Saints uh, you know, with the Buccaneers as like eight, eight or nine-point underdog. Uh, and, uh, you know, lo and behold, the Saints yep. go on 13-3 and win, you know, go to the NFC title game. So, yeah, crazy stuff does happen Week 1 for sure. Dogs is the way to play it. Uh, and, uh, but this one, this one spooks me. A little bit. I can see Tennessee keeping this within a field goal, um, but I think the better look on this game is the under. Uh, and I would make the case that number one, it looks like there's going to be a little bit of wind. Number two, uh, you're going to have um, a pretty nice matchup for both defenses in this game. Uh, the Browns' defense is being a little bit overlooked as far as their ability to get after the passer uh, in the pass rush. And you know, what do we know about uh, Tennessee? Well, uh, t- they're they're all universe uh, tackle Taylor Luan out with suspension. Uh, that opens things wide open for them to get after Mariota. Um, I am still looking side eyed at Mariota for uh, what this injury that he's dealing with. He uh, he kind of had like this nerve thing in his shoulder. It was losing you know, feeling in his fingers. That's not the kind of thing that rest and rehab really gets, gets you, you know, gets back. And, you know, we could see a situation here where he's not looking sharp, where he's kind of looking over his shoulder if they're, you know, if they're putting pressure on him. And, you know, this, I think this sets up for, you know, kind of Tennessee coming in well under their expected team total. Like if they get to 17 points, I'll be surprised. Uh, But that doesn't mean they can't win because the Tennessee defense is really freaking good. Like they have some outstanding players in the secondary. They should create turnovers with, uh, you know, Baker Mayfield out there gunslinging it. Uh, and uh, I think this will be a, a, you know, I think this will be a tight, low-scoring kind of game. And and I'm, my uh, my heaviest uh, total that I took uh, action on this week was the uh, the under in this one at under 45 and a half. Uh, like the call, uh, Whale Capper with us uh, just for a couple of more minutes, and uh, Whale Capper. You're not the only one that can live in style, as uh, right now I'm holding up <laughs> two tickets, Cam. We got the B- Buffalo Bills, Buffalo Bills, shiny. New York Jets. Uh, uh, best game yeah, of the week. Nice and shiny, Cam. <laughs> Level six, and get this, uh, Will Capper, sitting in the suites, private box, free food, free booze. Um, we're going to be rocking it in the Meadowlands, uh, the Meadowlands racetrack uh, private suite. Uh, on Sunday at the Bills uh, and Jets. And I can't help but think oh, of yeah. Seinfeld. Can I wear a Bills jersey in the Jets box cam? It's my case. Mr. Steinbrenner, you can't wear a Baltimore <laughs> hat here. He wouldn't appreciate it. <laughs> like, it be like up there in the box. Can I wear a Jim Kelly jersey? <laughs> It'll be worth exactly. it for the experience. Exactly. But I remember yeah. over the summer you were saying, this is one of the games you've had your eye on, Whale Capper. So we got about two minutes yeah. here. Uh, Buffalo Bills still getting three in this football game. It's going to be a hell of a game, man. It really could set the tone for either team. That that team that wins that game is going to feel feeling good about themselves. Absolutely right, and uh, you know, and, and sets themselves up for uh, you know for thinking about the playoffs. After, and it's crazy to say that as we, in the same sense, same segment we're talking about how don't overreact to week one or, you know, crazy surprises will happen week one. Like, this is a big damn game. Like, these two teams will be vying for 
you know, uh, for playoffs, you know, positioning here, the way that their schedules are relatively easy. All you got to do is get to nine or 10 wins and you're probably thinking about playoffs in the AFC this year. So this is a huge one. And as a, you know, three point game with the bills on the road, uh, that's telling you all you need to know that these two teams are dead freaking even, uh, you're matching up strength versus strength with the, uh, you know, the, the offensive attack that the jets are trotting out there going up against what is a legitimately talented defense in the bills. Uh, and then what the bills like to do, on offense and in terms of uh you know set the tone uh with the running attack and and then attack you deep down the field like that's uh that's where the jets are a little susceptible uh so i do think uh, that looking for you know a lean towards the bills in this game is the right side um i played the over in this one uh, i think 40 and a half is is laughable yep. uh really i think these are two offenses that are going to be pretty efficient in the red zone this is a touchdowns not field goals type of game uh as far as i handicap it i think you know sam darnold as as much as I like his potential and as good as he is, he's he's susceptible to, to turning the ball all over. You could see some short fields for the Bills here if their cornerbacks can get get, get Wiley and uh, and get uh, get after him in uh, in the the passing game. So this is uh, this is going to be a pretty fascinating, fun game to watch. Both teams get into the twenties here, so I'm on over forty and a half. Well, Capper, great stuff, great insight. We could talk football with you uh, for hours. If you want more Whale Capper, go to his Twitter page, um, Whale underscore Capper. His uh, podcast uh, over at Audio Boom, uh, great stuff. And he's got a ton of video links of uh, his picks and predictions. And, uh, you know, Whale Capper, I know like you, as much as you like uh, football and love the NFL, the NBA around the corner as well. Around man. the corner. We're about 45 <laughs> days away from, from tip-off. Yeah. Great stop, Whale Capper. Thanks for the time. Hey, best, best of luck week one, guys. Thanks for having me. Have a good one. Whale Capper. Great, great stop. That hour just flew by. Me and Cam are going to have to bust off some picks and props. Paul Bovey's going to join us from Las Vegas, Nevada as well. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Oh, yeah. All right. Great job, uh, Yang. Quick uh, quick hour right there, uh, Cam. Cam will be joining us uh, this evening once again. In-game live. We'll be throwing it down uh, tonight. And the one and only Teddy. Teddy Covers will make his in-game uh, live debut this evening. Um, so, um, yeah, it'll be me, Teddy, and Cam in the late night hours tonight uh, watching this uh, football game as uh, the NFL kickoff uh, is here. We haven't even gotten in too much into the Antonio Brown saga. We talked about how the Raiders' win total is still a good bet at under six. They haven't really moved it uh, too much. Uh, it's football season. You know, we get a lot of calls at the network uh, about, you know, fantasy football, who should we start, and all this other stuff. We've told you we're more into DFS, um, DFS than your football team and your league and all that. But... I'm in a good mood uh, today, and uh, Yang actually said, "I think it's uh, is it a it's, is it a girl or a woman?" So I think we'll be nice. It's like, yeah, you know, nice. and it's Antonio Brown, Cam. Yeah, people have questions, and I thought the same thing. 
First thing I thought, I was in a draft last night. I actually took Antonio Brown. And I was even thinking late, Tyrell Williams was there. And I'm like, man, you know, he might be good because Antonio Brown might do something stupid. And suddenly Tyrell Williams comes into play. But uh, where are we going here, Yang? What uh, What's her name? Terry. What's up, Terry? Oh, hi, guys. Thanks for taking my call. Yeah, um, I'm in a 12-team standard. Thank you for calling. Points, How are you guess. doing? Oh, great. And I, lo- I can't wait for tonight, <laughs> like like everybody. Yeah, but bring it on. I am good at tight ends. Okay, so what's your uh, yeah, problem? What do you got? Well, I have Delaney Walker and Mark Andrews as my two tight ends. But is it a chance of taking um, Darren Waller? Like, I don't – I know he's – maybe have a breakout season, but do I need to do that if I would have to drop someone like Singletary, which I don't want to do? No. Michael Gallup do on my bench? No, 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 no. Don't, don't drop Singletary. No, 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 no. You have two good tight ends as it is. No, yeah, no, no. Yeah, yeah. Sure. You're, in a good, you're in a good spot <laughs> as it is already. That's one thing, and don't feel bad. One thing, and you listen to all these shows and stuff, Ted, don't let people get in your head too much. I've already gotten like five questions. Should I trade this? The season hasn't started yet. Enjoy your team. You've got it. You know, you're in a good situation. Yeah, don't, don't, yeah, no, 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 don't, don't do that. And, and uh, thank, thank you. Wish we had more time, but. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Thanks for the call there, Terry. Yeah, no, don't get rid of single, Terry. You're doing okay there. I like that team. And to the new listeners on Zumo Channel 719, welcome. Thanks for tuning in. Sports Grid, everybody. I'm Cam Stewart. We got news. We got football. Green Bay at Chicago NFC North Battle. Couple hours away. Bears minus three. Total 46 and a half. Money line. Bears minus 70. Packers plus 150. The first half line. Bears minus two and a half. Total 23. First half money line. Bears minus 165. Packers plus 145. We talked about Antonio Brown, man. Wow, unbelievable stuff. The Raiders are planning to suspend Brown after an altercation with the team's general manager. The receiver and GM Mike Mayock got into it today. According to ESPN's Adam Schefter, a day earlier, Brown voices displeasure with fines from the team, posting a letter received from the Raiders on social media and going nuts. That led to an exchange with Mayock, and Brown was apparently held back by several teammates during an argument. While the altercation didn't get physical, Brown threatened to punch Mayock in the face and then punted a ball in anger, inviting Mayock to find him again. The pass catcher docked close to 14 grand for missing a walkthrough and 40 grand for missing training camp practice back on August 18th. Brown signed a three-year deal with the Raiders this offseason following a trade from Pittsburgh. That extension uh, contained $30 million of guaranteed money, $1 million already paid to Brown in the form of a signing bonus. The remaining 29 mil now could be at risk as suspension could be void the guaranteed money, which some around the league believe is Oakland's intention. They could cut him by Sunday if they do. They're off the hook. Since joining Oakland, Brown has dealt with the frostbitten feet, constant battle with the helmet. Now the public feud with the team's GM. Not good. Raiders open minus one. Denver now minus 243 total. Tight end Tyler Higby and the Rams have reportedly agreed on a four-year extension worth 36 million, 15 guaranteed. He had 292 yards and two touchdowns last season. Odell Beckham Jr. says he's got a hip problem, but it still won't stop him from playing and sprinting up and down the field Sunday versus Tennessee in the opener. 
the pass catcher didn't suit up in any of Cleveland's preseason games and sat out most of training camp as well, but he says he's ready to rock. Ramstar running back Todd Gurley will get a full workload week one. This from head coach Sean McVay. They take on Carolina. Busy night at the U.S. Open. Ladies semis on the docket. First up, number five, Alina Spitalina taking on Serena Williams. Serena minus 270 in this one. Then at 9 o'clock, we got 13 seed Belinda Bencic taking on Bianca Andreescu, the Canadian 15 seed. Andreescu, small favorite, minus 150. Rafa Nadell, the only member of the big three to reach uh, Friday semifinals on the men's side. He's going to play the Italian Bertatini, the 24 seed. Nadell, a huge favorite, minus 1,600. Bertatini, he is nine plus 900. And number five, Medvedev, he tangles with Dimitrov in the other semi. Medvedev, minus 190. Dimitrov is plus 150 in that tennis match. Live baseball this afternoon, getaway day. White Sox taking out the Indians, 7-1. to one. Ronaldo Lopez, a complete game one hitter, 11 Ks. If you had him on your DFS team, not many did. You're going to be laughing right now. And the Cards, they smashed the Giants 10-0. to Dakota Hudson, the win. He also had two RBI for St. Louis in the win. Reds beat the Phils 4-3 and 11. Philip Irvin, the walk-off jack for Cincy. Detroit over KC 6-4. Boyd wins. Sparkman, the loss. Jimenez, the save. And Oakland and uh, the Angels are playing right now. Angels up 6-3. to three. Houston Astros outfielder George Springer has been diagnosed with a mild concussion, but the team is hoping that he'll be medically cleared for action next week. Springer was carted off the field after making an amazing catch at the wall, and he hit his head. Meanwhile, Astros pitcher Aaron Sanchez, they acquired from Toronto, done for the season after undergoing a procedure on his right shoulder. The Cubs have placed Craig Kimbrell on the aisle this afternoon with elbow inflammation. Rest of the sched, two at 7.05. Texas and Baltimore, O's minus one fee. 115, Allard versus Means, 10. Miami at Pittsburgh. Pirates, a buck 45 favorites, nine and a half. Hernandez versus Agrizel. A trio at 7.10. Toronto at Tampa, Rays minus 200. Thornton versus Pruitt, over under nine. 7.10 action, Minnesota at Boston. Red Sox minus 140, 11 and a half. Perez and Eovaldi. Cubs laying 25 cents at the Brew Crew. Quintana and Anderson, nine and a half is your total. 7.20 action, Washington laying 15 cents at Atlanta. Strasburg versus Freed, total nine. 810, Seattle and Houston, Astros minus 260, total nine and a half, Gonzalez versus Miley. Golf, Paul Casey leads at the Porsche European Open in Hamburg, six under. Brooks Kepka and Tiger Woods, they've committed to the Shriners Open Golf Tournament in Las Vegas, and Dustin Johnson's going to go undergo knee surgery. He'll be back fall. I'm Cam Stewart. Thanks to Will Capper. Gabe Morancy hosts Hour 2 of Red Heat and Rage Radio live from the FanDuel Sportsbook at the Meadowlands with me. We'll talk to Paul Bovey, get some more NFL thoughts, picks, and props before the game at 8.20 tonight. And remember, Gabe hosting starting in-game live, 8 o'clock from the Meadowlands Sportsbooks, and we go to midnight. Tonight should be a lot of fun updating the live sports action. Stick around, everybody. Hour 2 of Red Heat and Rage Radio on Sports Grid. It's coming up next. All you have to decide is what to do with the time that is given to you. Game time decisions. All right, uh, thank you, Yang. Great job. And uh, Yang's going to be happy that I have a complaint, uh, but it has nothing to do with him. As uh, I see here, I'm looking at the YouTube page, and says, Joe Ranieri and Dane Martinez, kick off your morning, getting you ready for NFL kickoff. It's like, guys, that was literally like 12 hours ago. <laughs> like, they, they, we think we can get, like, Morency and Cam Stewart's name up and, like, um, That's what see, I'm Yang, here for, Yang's, like, uh, sitting in That's a dugout. Yang's eating, like, <laughs> sunflower seeds going, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. see? See, uh, l- l- look at that. 
Uh, host, hour two of Red Heat yeah, what's Radio. Up? What's Thank up, you for Ken? Will Capper. We got Paul Bovey. We got everybody. In-game live at 8 o'clock. That's your promo. Yeah, yeah. That's what I no, mean. No, and instead it says, Joe and Aaron, Dave Martinez, kick off your morning, getting you ready for NFL kickoff. Okay. Hopefully, uh, hey, I don't know, we can get this change. I know we're like. Yeah, no, I think they yeah. are using the uh, Sports Grid um, Sports Grid YouTube page now. Um, so FNTSY is just like an old page. They were told not to update it. So, um, yeah. Well, we've been told not not. Uh, that makes a lot of sense. Don't update the the page. <laughs> you know, I think they're using a, a Sports Grid uh, YouTube page now. So if you go to the Sports Grid YouTube page, you'll see your show live. Um. That has nothing to do with what I'm talking about, Yang. <laughs> Yang really is. He's, he's great at court. Of I, diversion. I love him. I love him. Yeah, you're really like, I, like he's he's not even like that. You're not yeah. even under interrogation. You're like a witness. I'm like, that's not what we asked. <laughs> like, I took Le'Veon Bell with the four pick, buddy. Oh, nice, nice, Yang. All right. <laughs> okay, listen, listen. Uh. On YouTube right now. I don't want to hear about Sports Grid. I'm aware. All right? Um, on YouTube. Right now. The show description. says, Joe Ranieri and Dane Martinez. Can we get that changed? And I don't want to hear about Sports Grid's YouTube page or about Sports Grid or, like, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to let yeah, the guys that's, know. That's, to, that's what I'm saying. All right. I'm going to let the guys know that. Tend to handle that. I'm yeah. going to let them know to handle that, buddy. Well, can't they hear you in the room right now? Like, it's not like a big room. Yeah, not they hear me. <laughs> yeah, I know you do. It's all good, gang. I'm just, you know. No, they hear you it's as well. Just, I don't know. It's, you know, once again, it's once again. It's just sort of like uh, I wish I didn't have to bring these things up. But if I don't, then, you know what I mean? Then uh, here we are halfway through the show. I know they hear it as well. Anyone so. logging in? Anyone logging into the show right now thinks, you know, that me and Cam are Joe Ranieri and Dave Martinez. That's the point. Like, I don't think it's too much to ask to actually get the host name right of the damn show. Yeah. That's that's my whole point here. Um, so, I am Dane Martinez. He's Joe Ranieri. Joe Ranieri here. Game time Lost decisions. <laughs> Game time decisions from the Meadowlands. It's your boy, Speeds. My starting lineup, my best bets. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. All right, thank you uh, very much, Yang. In the pit, I am Renzi at uh, FanDuel uh, Sportsbook. The Raging Redhead, uh, Cam Stewart in uh, Toronto, and uh, Paul Bovey in Las Vegas, uh, Nevada right now. Let's get right down to business and not worry about uh, about names and uh, and show descriptions. 
although it uh, does make my blood boil. But uh, that's uh, that's besides the point. Paul Povey. How you doing, Paul? Dave Marinci. Dave, I love that interview with Enos Canada this morning. It was amazing. I, wa- I watched the whole thing, and I kept trying to picture you with Enos Cantor. You kept calling him Ennis, by the way. Uh, I don't know if he got offended. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, no, no, no. That's, that's sort of pick- what, like, uh, it seems to be. That's the consensus. <laughs> that's a consensus? Because Ranieri was calling him Enos. You were yeah, calling yeah. him Ennis. So, I, I didn't know. But anyway, I kept trying to picture <laughs> you with Enos Cantor's head of hair. And any time in the future I need to like, get a laugh, like I want to burst out, change my mood, that's what I'm going to think of. That's my laugh thought for the next week. I love it. Listen, I used to have a full head of hair, uh, Paul. I'm surprised you haven't seen it. Uh, there's a video of me, full full, uh, full head, um, which is actually quite surprising. Uh, but uh, being in this industry has uh, stolen all of it. <laughs> like, it's gone. But you know what? After, you look good. You look good I'm glad ball. you enjoyed it. You look I good. I appreciate ball, it. Gabe. But, you're, you're, hey, you're, no. You're really, you're, he came across, you know. I appreciate that, Paul. But he came across as a very nice guy, didn't he? A likable guy like Man, the first, like, 10, 15 minutes of the interview was fire. He came out smoking, very honest guy, not, very nice guy. That's what, what struck me, what, what, what I took away. And I didn't bring up the fact, too, when he played with that separated shoulder in the playoffs, we talked about that, but plus he was fasting as well at the time. But, you know, um, a lot of people, we got a lot of positive feedback, and it's funny because, and Cam, you can attest to this, people don't care what guest we have on ever. They like the hand. They want picks and fantasy this and that. You could have, you know what I mean, the biggest guest in the world yeah. on, and generally they don't care. But hey. I was surprised. We got a lot of positive feedback after from the uh, the Cantor interview today. I'm going to tell you something. You no, know, his Renzi, persona. Yeah, sorry, sorry, Paul. I don't know. I just want to butter uh, Gabe's bread there. Uh, you know what? That's the thing. It's not just a pick show. I've been working with a lot of people for a lot of years, Marenzi, and I'd say I've worked with, like, Hall of Famer. Like, you're one of the best interviewers. I've known you really can break it down with anybody from any sport, a jockey to a basketball player to anybody, a, a writer. So, no, you do good work with your interviews. Uh, you did a great one with the, the guy from Michigan, too, John U. Bacon, talking about the Wolverines when I was doing the morning show for Ranieri <laughs> when, the, when the hurricane was cutting it. So, so good good, good work, Marenzi. I was just going to ask Paul, too. I like the six horse at Kentucky Downs. This race is going off. It's five to one. Oh, well, I, I haven't been playing Kentucky today, but... I'm I'm going to second that. Gabe, you did a fantastic job. You really put these guys at ease, and you were able to convert the guy from this on-court. He has this uh, really uh, confrontational-type personality, and he became, you know, very, uh, you know, relaxed and uh, forthright here, and it was really a great interview. I appreciated it. I appreciate the kind words, guys, but really a, a good interview is really the inner the guy that's getting interviewed, not really the host. Yet yeah, you're right. It's sort of like a manager or coach. They always say that. Like you know, the X and O's is up to the players, but the job of the interview put the guy at ease, right? Make him comfortable. A lot of times, guys will come in. They don't trust the media. They're like, oh, I don't want to be here. But when we went to a break, even he said, "Oh, this is so much fun." He goes, "Oh, this is cool." He goes, "You're really funny." And you know what I liked when. 
well, it was funny, Cam. We brought up so it was, they played Turkey the other day and it went to overtime. That's USA right. versus Turkey. So I said, was it difficult watching it? You can't play for Turkey because the uh, the prime minister of Turkey wants to murder you, basically, right? He's got a hit out on him. And um, and he said, yeah, it's very tough. It's emotional. And he's like, I lived in America now for a long time, and he's becoming a U.S. citizen right now as we speak, literally. So he goes, I was very torn. But I said to him, and he cracked up, Kim. I said, well, I said, ultimately, though, I said, you're in the U.S., you know, this country's been great to you. And I said, versus a country that wants to murder you, I guess you're pulling for the U.S., right? And he started, like, howling. <laughs> so, if you weigh the difference, one country wants me dead. The other country I'm making, yeah. you know, $20 million a year in. <laughs> exactly. But, yeah, yeah. You know, he was a, great a nice, because uh, he nice was, guy. He was very diplomatic. He sidestepped a lot of your questions but did it in a very nice way, and and obviously he didn't want to get himself yeah, yeah, into yeah, trouble. Yeah. You never know who's listening. But he would and give the answer really away pro- with his laugh like that, right? Exactly. Yeah, like you know, exactly. he gave his answer away. And I, I'm not saying anything. I'm not. I don't. I never speak off the record if someone would say something real serious. But he actually told us after. Now everyone knows about Dolan and the Knicks guys, but one thing, and he brought up. Uh, at the break, and he said, you know what, guys? He goes, a big thing with people not want to play with the Knicks, and he goes, you'll see they'll play with Brooklyn, is the Knicks practice facilities in Westchester, Paul. (laughs) So he said, he goes, when you play for the Knicks, you don't really live in New York. And he said, if you play for Brooklyn, you live in Brooklyn. You can live in Manhattan. You can live in New York. He said, when you play for the Knicks... He said, you don't have a choice. You have to live out there in Westchester. And he said, it's like a long time. And it's a pain in the ass getting into the arena. And he said, you don't really get to enjoy the perks of playing in New York. You just sort of get the grief and the pressure of playing in New York. Which, um, uh, and I guess, I guess this is crazy, but I guess a bunch of agents told the Knicks this and said, listen, it's a problem. You guys need to have a practice facility in Manhattan. Yeah, you can't you can't have this practice facility in the middle of nowhere. Players just don't want to live out there. And if you look, yeah. Cam, remember, Raptors used to practice in Mississauga, and That's players right. used to bitch. They were like, "This is ridiculous. I don't want to spend an hour driving to an effing practice facility." And what did they do, Cam? They built that beautiful practice facility Bio on the CNE grounds. It's ten yeah, minutes Bio from Steel. all their condos, and they, those guys can you know, they can walk over. Exactly, walk there. it's a big thing, Paul. Yeah. It's just funny to hear the real deal, right? Not just Dolan, but he said, yeah, the practice facilities in the middle of nowhere, and you have to live there because that's the headquarters. That's uh, that's something I didn't even think about, but I, I guess you're bringing it up, and it makes a lot. It makes perfect sense. I mean, Yonkers is not one of the hot spots of the of uh, you know New York, <laughs> and I guess they don't want to spend too much. Oh, Mount Vernon, you know, it's. Kind of not the nightlife is lacking. How about Yonkers so Racetrack, uh, Paul? Yeah, well, you know, I can't. Yonkers Racetrack, man. There, it's like in the dark get there, into bro. That discussion. Yeah. It's what? <laughs> it's, like, it's like me and Cam. I'm like, I'm like, Cam, man. I'm like, I'm like, man, this looks like the most ghetto, like dark track. Like the lights barely on, Paul. Like it looks shady there. <laughs> I feel like, uh, you know, somebody took me back in a flex capacitor if I ever went there because. 
I used to go there in the 70s. I actually watched Hagler Ferns at that track. So uh, I have some memories of Yonkers <laughs> wow. Raceway. Uh, but uh, I, I don't intend on making a visit anytime soon. But that's, a, that's an interesting thought with the, with the Knicks. And I, I could see that as being an impediment to coming to New York when you can't live in Manhattan. Because that's, that's the big perk. Yeah. All right, uh, so let's get into the football. And, uh, oh, Paul, have you hooked up uh, with Vegas Matty yet? Uh, are you doing it tomorrow or uh, tonight, later this? Uh, we've got till Saturday. No, I'm actually uh, pretty close to downtown, sitting in the car right now, and I'm going to head up there uh, in about 45 minutes, and uh, we'll, we'll see what we got going on, and we'll take care of business, Gabe. Sports Rage Team. Team Sports Rage. I look forward Rage. to it. Team Sports Rage in the circuit contest, Cam. So, question is, and I said earlier I'm playing in the bet online uh, contest they have. And I'm going with, uh, I took the Packers plus the three and a half here tonight, uh, Paul. We'll get Paul's, uh, we'll get Paul Bovey's thoughts on this uh, game on the other side. His prop, Paul's a great prop player. We'll see if anything caught his eye as he's in Vegas. TC being it, taking care of business. Game time decisions. Red Heat and Rage on radio continues uh, from the FanDuel Sportsbook. And the six. Dad, what are you doing? From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Uh, thank you very much, uh, the Raging Redhead, uh, Cam Stewart. I was just saying in the chat, and thank you uh, to uh, to uh, to you guys for uh, changing and getting uh, getting the the description up. Listen, I only do this because I don't want to ruin Lobster Joe's uh, great reputation or Dane Martinez's great reputation. <laughs> you know, us using their names uh, after all, uh, Cam. But um, somebody in the chat's like uh, talking about uh, South Detroit. You know there is no South Detroit. It's just in the song, and people always say, oh, born and raised in South Detroit. It's just in the song, and, you know, they're not even from Detroit. The only reason they did it is because um, it rhymed and stuff. That's um, It's like WKRP, Cincinnati. It's the only reason they were in Cincinnati, because it rhymed with WKRP. <laughs> people always think there's, like, some brilliant, like, reason behind everything, some creative genius. Um. But uh, anyways, there's a little bit of uh, trivia pursuit, useless trivia that might help you if you ever end up on Jeopardy or something like that. Paul Bovey uh, with us. All right, Paul, let's get down to business. What do you make of uh, tonight's game? I can tell you I played, um, I played Aaron Rodgers over 267.5 yards. I played Devontae Adams over 83.5 yards. And I'm going to go play Aaron Rodgers over 22.5 completions. Um, as you can see, listen, I'm not promising that Green Bay wins this game, but I do think Green Bay is going to have some success throwing the football tonight against this Bears defense. What do you make of this game? Have you played anything? I haven't played anything. I'd like to get a number on Trubisky uh, rushing. He ran the ball like 68 times last year, I think it was. 400-plus yards, nine times, double digits. Now, 
Look, I think Green Bay has an advantage here. I took the three and a half. Whether I'm going to get out of it live wagering, I'm not sure. But three and a half was just too good to pass up because anything above the three to me is is value with a with a team that has a superior quarterback, uh, a better running game in my opinion, and better receivers. They picked up two end rushers in Zadarius and Preston Smith. And I think that will feed into Trubisky going over because the end rushers tend to, you know, when they're coming, you get by the containment, you got some space, you got some daylight, and he may break off a run here and there. But I just think that uh, Green Bay will enjoy an advantage tonight because Chicago doesn't know what to expect. This offense uh, under Matt LaFleur, is obviously going to be different than last year when Green Bay ran the ball only 32% of the time, whereas in Tennessee, his team ran the ball 48% of the time. So you're probably going to see more Aaron Jones here, probably going to see something out of the backfield. He does throw the backs. He had Deion Lewis last year as part of the running back tandem, and I, I like uh, Trubisky over. I, you know, Devonta Adams, arguably the top, one of the top three receivers in the league. And certainly he should see quite a few targets. I think his number was six and a half, juiced to 45 the last time I looked. And that's a pretty high number. Um, That's not a number that's going to entice me, especially laying 45 cents when he's got to get to seven, when I have not seen the team uh, play uh, under this type of uh, offensive scheme. You know, that's why I went, you know, I'm tempted by the six and a half to the over, but I decided to go with the uh, the yards uh, instead. They played last year in the second uh, to last, uh, so week, uh, week 16, eight receptions. He was targeted uh, 13 times. Uh, they played in week one uh, last year, five receptions, targeted eight times. We should note Aaron Rodgers got hurt in that football game. He finished with 88 yards the first time around. And he finished with 119 yards the second time around. We talked about it earlier. Uh, we brought it up, guys. Vic Fangio's gone right now. And I'm not the only one that's bringing this up. I saw Dan Orlovsky uh, talk about this angle as well. And he thinks Aaron Rodgers going to light him up. He was talking about how Rodgers uh, has the best numbers out of any quarterback in the NFL camp when he's throwing just on a four-man secondary. So, you know, just your two safeties and two DBs. Rodgers will freaking murder you. And I got to be honest, Cam, I don't like Chuck Pagano. I don't have this, oh, Chuck Pagano, some genius. Whatever, man. Chuck Pagano's going to blitz a million times. It doesn't take a rocket science to do that. Yes, the Bears have good defenders. They were the number one defense last year. They're due to regress a little bit. Rodgers has a chip on his shoulder. I think the Packers can move the ball through the air tonight. I do, too. And, uh, you know, and, and it's interesting. Because Paul talked about it, Whale Capper talked about it, and that number for Adams, six and a half. What were we talking? Seven, six. It's going to be right around the number, Marenzi. I'm with you. The 83 and a half, I think it does go over. But I find that I, I, for one Chicago receiver, I found props low for Miller. His receptions tonight are two and a half. Like, you got Allen Robinson, you got Miller, right, Gabe? And, and, and that's the thing about Chicago with these receivers. Like, three catches, you're a winner. His yard's 33 and a half. I don't know what you think, Paul, but I think Anthony yep. Miller's props – uh, the type of player that he is, uh, getting 33 yards and, and three catches seems very, very attainable against that Green Bay secondary. Uh, what do you think, Paul? I, I Look, 
first of all, I want to say something about Mitch Trubisky. I'm not sure this guy will be in the league three years from now. Uh, 31-19 touchdown to interception ratio since he came into the league. Yeah, that's a pretty bold statement. And last year, 24-12. But if you take out the Detroit game and the Tampa Bay game, which was a major scheduling advantage for this team in that Tampa Bay blew a barn burner to the Steelers on the previous Monday night. Trubisky goes out, six interceptions. I mean, six touchdowns, zero interceptions, and then 3-0 to Detroit. He comes up with a very pedestrian, if you take those two games out, 15-12 to ratio. I don't think he's a great quarterback. I wouldn't want to rely on him to get the ball to anybody with any degree of frequency except for Terry Cohen, who's pretty cheap tonight at three and a half with plus money. Uh, They must know something putting up a plus on the three and a half since he got targeted 90 times last year and he completed 71 of them. I think there's some value there. Uh, You'll probably get that, Cam. You'll probably see three to four. Uh, catches, uh, depending upon if they're ahead, behind. But I, I just can't I, – I wouldn't rely on it. Let's put it that this way. Allen Robinson, he's their best receiver. He's their weapon. Uh, certainly not, uh, you know, uh, uh, along the lines of Devonta Adams, what he is to, to – uh, to Green Bay, but I, I, I do think you'll, you'll see enough targets to, to get that, providing uh, Trubisky's efficiency is there when he throws the football. You talked about Mitch Trubisky. Mitch Trubisky is, um, he is mobile. He is a good athlete. He is erratic. He'll, yep. miss, uh, he'll miss some throws. But he is a good athlete, uh, Paul. And, you know, he is, uh, he is a good scrambler. 22 and a half yards. That's the uh, the total rushing yards for Mitch Trubisky here at FanDuel right now. 22 and a half. Oh, that's 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 easy money, Gabe. If I can't find it, I'm going to ask. I'm going to, you know what? We'll work out something. You play that for me, and I'll take care of business over here. Because that's that should be easy money. Um, you know, looking at. Uh, it's tough to say. You know, you look at his, you know, they, we're looking at game logs from last year. He, you know, he he ran a lot earlier in the year, but they clearly told him to back off because it's amazing. If you look like, you know, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, pretty much like week eight on. I mean, he had 53 rushing yards, 47 rushing yards, 81 rushing yards, 51 rushing yards. Then 6, 18, 43, 23, 16, 3, 16. Seems to me that there was probably a conscious effort that they were like, listen, you're going to get killed if you run so much. But I'm not opposed to the play at, uh, at 22 and a half. I'm going to bring up, though, I don't think that they fired Mike McCarthy guys to run the ball a million times, Cam. The, you've got Aaron Rodgers. Yep. Let's be real. Aaron Rodgers bullied McCarthy out of town. Aaron Rodgers is the star. Aaron Rodgers doesn't have a massive window left. Yeah, I think they might use Aaron Jones, but a lot of little screen passes and stuff, I think it becomes the Aaron Rodgers show. And word out of Green Bay is that's exactly what it is. They're like, man, you should see Rodgers. He's unleashing it. And, you know, uh, the the Scantling dude, uh, Allison, Jones, I think they all get involved with Adams, though. But 22 and a half guys is too low for his completions. He's going to go over the number, man. He had 20 last year in a game he got hurt in. 
they're going to be, he's going to be able to throw the ball. Like, nor, and I play this prop a lot, guys. Normally, for any top tier quarterback, it's 24 and a half, 25 and a half. We're getting 22 and a half, Paul. I, I feel it's too low uh, for his completion prop, Aaron Rodgers. Well, you, you also have to figure out how the game is going to play out. And if you get that 65 yard back breaking completion, that's a little rain on your parade there. So, I, I would say you're probably going to get it, and especially if they fall behind. So I think it's a a good correlated wager if you're playing Green Bay, because if you lose the Green Bay, chances are they're going to be behind at some point. And Aaron Rodgers is going to start, you know, winging it. Um, but I, I I think they're going to try to run the football. I mean, conventional wisdom says, yeah, a new offensive coordinator. Let's come out and throw the ball. Let's spray it all over the field. But you also want to cross them up a little bit. You don't want to, you want to keep guessing. And you got a very quality back who averaged 5.5 yards per rush last year. All right, hang in here, Paul. Hang in here. We'll take a quick break, and we'll jump into another couple of games. And me and Cam will get to our best bets of from the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. All right, thank you, gang. Shout out to our boy Paul here at uh, at the racetrack book. He's right. Yeah, I think it's sort of like uh, sort of like your my guardian angel, uh, Cam. Uh, this guy, an old guy at the track. Um, he came over and he goes, "Hey, man, are you winning today?" And I should note, he is hammered. Um, he likes yes. to drink, but uh, nice guy. And I said, are you winning today? He goes, no, I just, I messed up in the eighth race. And he was he looked pissed off. He was down. And he goes, you know, too much drag. I got to lose the drag, the bad energy. <laughs> he goes, you too. You lose the bad energy, we'll start winning. So he's got a good point. He's got a very good point. Right, keep keep it calm. All right, so we apologize to, to everyone for freaking out about, um, about, uh, about everything. Uh, but um, hey, it is it is what it is. It's like uh, that's why you know, Bob, Bobby Knight, you know, it could always be worse. And that's why that that Bobby Knight halftime speech really is the best thing ever. <laughs> if you think you think uh, you think last practice that'll be an effing picnic. Uh, but right, we got Paul Bovey with us. Um, so Paul, let's move on to other games. But last thoughts on Packers Bears game for people tuning in right now. Uh, what what do you think? You're on the Packers uh, plus the three and a half. I'm going to take the three. I'm going to take part three, and I'm going to take part money line as well. I'm going to mix it up. I'm getting a little greedy there, that game. Greedy. Yeah, you know what? Greedy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gary Greed. Yeah, yeah he's greedy. He's greedy. Uh, <laughs> And what are you going to do when they lose by? What's the energy going to be like if they if the Bears win by two? I know, and I know it's going to happen. But I've been I've been preaching this, Paul, that eighteen at eighty two percent of the time the point spread doesn't matter. So I almost have to put my money where yeah. my mouth is on this. But I can't lie. I like that plus three, and I'm also uh, not going to lie. I played a teaser last night. Played a teaser on my way out last night, Cam. 
I got the Green Bay Packers. I forgot the post. I got the Green Bay Packers uh, plus 10. Detroit Lions uh, plus four and a half because I think that Lion uh, line is going to move. But, Paul, I know you're high in the Lions this year. Seems like the Lions are a trendy pick. I'm I'm hammering the Lions, Cam. You're on the Lions this week. Paul, you like the Lions this week? Favorite game. You know, I've, I've got the uh, win total for the year, so I'm just going to sit back and uh, cross my fingers and hope that they get out of the gate with some gusto and win this game that they're supposed to win or else it could be a – very long week for me as I ponder whether I made a wise investment or threw money down the proverbial toilet. <laughs> Paul Povey, very matter of fact, uh, with this good stuff, Paul Povey. All right. So, Paul, uh, we got to get going here, but last pick, any game you want to bring up, words of wisdom for everybody uh, out here. You can find Paul Povey's picks over at VegasInsider.com. And as you can see, he always lights it up on a yearly basis. Paul, uh, last words, any other games uh, on, the, on the board catch? Right? Uh, Antonio Brown's well, not going to be playing against Denver. Uh, now on Monday Night Football, we got the Bills and the Jets here in New York. We, you and I talked about the Giant game earlier in the week. I'm sticking with it. Giants plus seven. I, uh, I like the other side, Gabe, on that Giant game. I heard you guys. Going at it this morning, everybody was piling on the giant bandwagon, the Eli bandwagon. Well, I'm going to have to see something from Eli before I jump on that bandwagon. And I think the Dallas Cowboys sport a superior defense, a better offense. The Giants lost several players on the uh, on their stop unit, and of course Beckham is gone. And you know it's going to be a work in progress for the Giants this year, and I think it's going to be a throwaway. So, uh, I, I, as I said the other day, as I mentioned to you, I, I kind of lean to the Kansas City-Jacksonville game, and they're still 52s to the low side. Uh, Jacksonville is, is, is a dink-and-doink football team, and, and this number is inflated because anything involving the Kansas City Chiefs this year, uh, probably with the exception of the Broncos and a couple other teams, are going to be in the 50s. And, uh, you know, you got to capitalize on public perception to the extreme. And there's, there's an extreme here. Uh, and, and the Chiefs uh, are on the road. Jacksonville figures to play decent defense. And I think you'll see this game in the uh, mid to high 40s. 24-21 sounds about right. Paul Bovey. Great stuff as always. Uh, Paul, stay safe in Las Vegas. Uh, we'll be speaking. Thanks for uh, taking the time to be with us. Thanks for the insight. Thank you, Gabe. Take care, Cam. Have a good one, Paul. Go Team Rage. Team, team Sports Rage. Rage. So who's on your team? You, Bovey, and who? In the uh, Circa. You guys are. Uh, Cody in Vancouver. Yeah. Uh, Pappin. And uh, oh, our boy Jesse Lapine. <laughs> oh yeah, Je- yeah Lapine. Jesse, the yeah, throwing it out. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Throw, throwing the money around. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like Lapine's style. With twenty, we had twenty percent shares each. Actually, twenty percent each. So yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a million dollars for the winner. So if we win, Come we on. win two hundred thousand dollars each. Yeah, I'll take you, you out to the Red Lobster, buddy. Oh, I would love that, Gabe. I'll, I'll tell you something. Like, just looking at my finances <laughs> and stuff like that, and 
I know we got to think about the big picture, but I looked at the debt and what I need to do, fixing up things. Like winning $25,000 this year would be a good number to get on the right track. Like it's not going to get me retired, but it's going to get me in a place where I'll it's sleep possible. At night. Yes. That's the but number. you know what? It's totally, you're right. It's totally, listen, it's essentially four months. Yeah, we can call it six, but it's really four months. September, October, November, December, the year into the playoffs and bowl games, and it's different. We have four months. Put it this way. You know, we all try to win. I want to win $22,000 in one weekend. Oh, I just lost 3800 of the book. I got to get it back at once. But, you know, it's sort of that $200 a day philosophy. If you went to $200 a day every day, you'll make $72,000 a year. But it's not impossible to make $2,000 a week betting on football camp, right? Two dimes throughout the whole week. That's $300 a day, all right, on average. That's 8000 a month. You times that times your four, you're talking over $32,000. And, you know, then it's significant. I tell myself this often that this year will be different, that it's sort of like uh, groundskeeper Willie on The Simpsons with the retirement grease. I often think, we talk about it, it's no joke. We don't have pensions, Canada. You know I mean, this yeah. is it. Uh, One of these no, years, no. man, you know, I, I wasn't smart with my money last time when we finished eighth in the Super Contest. Like, one of these summers, you know, I, I think, every summer I think, I got to be real this year. And you, you're good at it now. You're getting better. But no stupid bets. Let's win money. Let's win $50,000. Let's win $100,000 this year playing football. Think smart. Bet smart. Just, you know, and it's a habit. It's sort of like eating well, Cam. It has to start somewhere, yeah. right? And at least I started with some of these futures. But I think we can do it, buddy. But. It's tough hosting shows like this because we give picks and props and we're in this and I that know. and everything else. But we got to stay disciplined, Cam. That's the words of advice. And I'm saying this to myself as well. You and I, we both need to stay focused and disciplined. You can't bet everything. <laughs> Certain things that we like, we're going to have to bet more. We're going to be smart with the units to get that uh, to get that retirement grease. I'm with you. Like, we can have some fun with some plays, but when you're talking about real stuff, you might have to hammer it down. You talked about it. Less plays, bigger plays, right? And don't bet just on everything. Late night, having a couple drinks, got to do this. Like those are bad habits. Those are bad habits to. to get into, uh, well, what do you what do you like? We got a lot. I of don't stuff know if this is good here, or bad, so. but yeah. So let's get down to business. Yeah, I don't know. You're right. Let's get out of business. I don't know if I'm good or bad, but 150 dollars right here. Aaron Rodgers over 267 and a half passing yards. Put my money where my mouth is. 150. $100, Devontae Adams, over 83.5 passing yards. Um, we're going to jump in on the Green Bay Packers, at Cam. I'm going to split the play up. Give me the uh, plus three and a money line. I think the game gets there as far as the total, but just barely. I like that Green Bay Packers seven-point teaser uh, to the over. Give me Aaron Rodgers, over 267.5 passing yards, over 22.5 completions. Devontae Adams, over 83.5 yards, and Devontae Adams to score the first touchdown of the game at plus 700. What do you got, Cam? Well, Gabe, uh, I actually got shopped around, and I got a 3.5 for Green Bay. I think that's a big hook. I know you're talking about money line, but give me Green Bay plus 3.5. I am doing both teasers. Green Bay plus 10.5, over 39.5. Green Bay plus 10.5, under 53.5. Props, these are half-unit props. Anthony Miller, over 33.5 yards receiving. Valdez Scantling, over 34.5 yards receiving. 
Devontae Adams over 83 and a half yards receiving. Miller over two and a half receptions. I think that's way too low. And uh, maybe some small plays with our buddy Tariq Cohen rushing and receiving yards, 49 and a half. And Mitchell Trubisky uh, for Ball Bovey. This is a quarter unit play over 22 and a half yards rushing. Those are my plays for the football game tonight. Go Packers. And you... You notice I often like the long field goal prop, and I've already looked at the board, and I like it in about five or six not games this grass. week. But this isn't one of them. I'm not interested. Yeah, long grass. It's 46 and a half. I'm not interested. It's a little high. But I don't even know what's in my account, but I know we've got something in there, Cam. Put it all on a Green Bay Packer over seven-point teasers. So Green Bay Packers over seven-point teaser. I think it's 80 bucks, Mr. 60, 70. Mr. Green? I don't know if you got time to so even Green look Bay. now. Let me know. Yeah, Green Bay to the old. Well, I'll I'll take a look at it right now. So Green Bay. To yeah, because because Fanduel, you can't bet the same game on a teaser at Fanduel, which actually pissed me off at first. But in hindsight, it's not that bad. It saves yourself from yourself. <laughs> yeah, well, you no, know, and my book really pissed me off too because I had Notre Dame to the over teased in that game, and it didn't let me do it too. And I had to call customer service. They let me do another college game. It's like it feels like they're 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 selecting what you're doing and what you can't do, and then I start to have a problem with that, Marenzi. I don't mind you either can do it or you can't. I just need consistency from a sports book. You can't just take one game off. You can't do that because it was a winner. It really bothers me. So yeah, do the do the seven point teaser. We're gonna stay away. Yeah, we're gonna stay away from the long field goal problem. You know why too? Forty six and a half yards is ridiculous. Uh, you know the new kicker for the Bears. I think his name's Eddie Pinheiro. And uh, Pinero, yeah. you've got uh, you got Mason, yeah, you got Mason Crosby. So he's pretty good, but nah. Like I said, I'm not forcing stuff. I've already got seven picks in play here, guys. So here we go. Green Bay Packers, guys, plus 152 on the money line. Green Bay Packers over seven point teaser. Packers Bears over 47. Aaron Rodgers over 267 and a half passing yards. Over 22 and a half completions. Devontae Adams over 83 and a half receiving yards. And Devontae Adams to score the first touchdown of the game. Plus 700, Cam. Let's get it. Cam, what time are you going to be back at? 9 o'clock, right? Uh, 10 o'clock. I'm 10 till midnight tonight with you and Teddy. If you need me at 9, I'll be oh, here. 10 o'clock. But I think All right. 10 to 12. Yeah, 10 to 12. Yeah. No, yeah, we, we, we appreciate that. But uh, 10, uh, 10 to 12, yeah, we're going to be in for the duration here. So I'm going to be here all night. Uh, uh, people, so yeah, you can watch the game with us. It's going to be uh, me, Dane Martinez, Teddy Covers, Cam Stewart, and that uh, was supposed to be Mike Blewett, but you know, shocking that uh, Blewett uh, Blewett changed uh, things. I think he traded. I always hate when there's those trades <laughs> <laughs> with uh, with Matt Joseph. Uh, so I think Matt Joseph's going to join us. Either way, guys, we're going to be here. We're going to be breaking down a game here uh, tonight. All right, thanks to uh, the crew in the pit. Great job, Yang. It's done. And NFL is back. No turning back. Cam Stewart will be back later tonight. We will return in an hour's time. In-game live back here at 8 o'clock. May the winners be yours. We'll see you in an hour.